Are you? I'm, I assume you know Kanye West. You obviously know Trump. Are you familiar? I know you watched a little bit of the Milo interview. Do you know who Nick Fuentes is? Are you familiar with the people I, in this I, situation? I browsed his wiki page. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I have an article. Um, I'm not. I'll put it in the the screenshot. There's not really any point going into it. Um, I'll just explain it to you guys. Um, Trump has a dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Kanye West comes. He brings two people, Milo Yiannopoulos, who you know, a lot of people know he's um, a right-wing guy, gay, but sodomy-free, <laughs> um, Catholic, British dude, kind of out there. His big thing was he got in trouble for, I think it was on Rogan, saying that basically he got molested as a young gay person and it kind of was a good thing for him so that got him a lot of heat and then since then he's kind of been all over the place um i don't want to focus on him too much because i'll be honest i i like a lot of the stuff he says but i don't like a lot of people that we're going to get into on the right i don't trust him as far as i can throw him i think he's anyone's dog for a bone i look at um you know congressional candidate laura loomer he was big friends with her and then now they had a falling out now he's had a falling out with kanye because it's all he goes behind people's backs, so I don't want to waste time on Milo, but Nick Fuentes was the big the big problem because Nick Fuentes came along per request of Milo and then had dinner with Trump. And basically, a lot of people are saying, did Trump know? Trump said he didn't know, disavowed him afterwards. But that scares me because either Trump's an idiot or he's friendly with Nick Fuentes, which I wanted to get into who Nick Fuentes is and we'll talk, look at some of the Kanye interview because I hate this. People don't take it seriously. They're looking at it like a joke. But I wanted to talk about it because in this, this dinner and how Kanye is going on all these interviews and he has Nick Fuentes with them and they're talking about. I just want to know what was on the menu. I want to know what they had to eat. <laughs> I imagine steak Only with ketchup if it was Trump. <laughs> they had the greatest steaks. We're going to have wonderful steak. Heinz, do you want some Heinz? Get him some Heinz. He'll have Heinz. <laughs> and but, with doubles in case they don't like yeah. it. We've got. The best cheeseburgers, like from McDonald's. <laughs> um, yeah, but sorry. Um, so Trump, everyone thought 2016 was a joke, and they're like, Trump will never be president. George Clooney's laughing at him. Then he was president. Shook up the entire globe. Like, say what you will. Foreign policy, bombs getting dropped on Iranian people, Iran shooting missiles. A lot of stuff happened. You know, January 6th. However serious you think that was, but we know the fallout of that was serious. People going to life for prison. Politics was changed drastically by Trump, as silly as everyone thought it was, a reality TV star. This, I don't think people are giving enough credit to this situation with the merger of Kanye and Nick Fuentes, because Nick Fuentes is very popular. People, there's this, you know, young right patriotic movement that doesn't like the big R Republicans. They're not really libertarians. They, they want to be Republicans, but Republicans with spines. And Nick Fuentes has just – there's not a lot of young people like that. And he has sucked up the market mm -hmm. with all the support of independent media like uh, – I don't – not Crowder, but like Gavin uh, McInnes um, is a big fan of his, Anthony Acumia, kind of some of those outcasts on the right. Milo mm -hmm. Yiannopoulos obviously likes him. So I think it's actually a pretty big deal that he met with Trump, whether Trump disowned him or not, that he's Trump with Kanye. Yeah, so I don't think that this is um, just an insignificant thing, but um, I don't see how no one around Trump wouldn't have told him who Nick Fuentes was. Well, that's like, why I'm like, are you cozy no with this guy? Like, they're, they're, yeah. How? 
or he's stupid. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm like, like I'm, saying, I'm annoyed. But, I'm like, uh, he has too many resources to be stupid. So he yeah. absolutely knew who he was. He probably extended a personal invitation when he knew Kanye was coming. <laughs> he probably and, saw that he had a, a make America great again hat on all of his things. And is a huge Trump fan. And he's like, yeah, bring Nick. It'll be great. <laughs> and then people called him out and then, you know, Trump ditched him. He wanted to have it as a PR stunt. I think he wanted that that demographic that Nick seems to cater to. I wanted he wanted that perspective. Yeah, which is pretty much exclusive to the young white dudes, right? And it's God, it's a hor- it's a horrible movement. And this is why what kind of inspired the show today is because what kind of inspired the show in general was Nick Fuentes, where we looked around and we saw, okay, I, I I'm starting to not like Crowder, Gavin McKinnon. I don't trust them. I, you know, I like Anthony Cumia, but uh, just started kind of keeping up with him more. Not super political. Um, some things I disagree with. But Nick Fuentes, I saw him. He's getting all the attention on the young right. And I was like, this guy's And that's part- what Trump needs to win, are young people. Yeah, and that's what scares me because Trump, so he's a racist. In my opinion, he's a closeted gay dork. He <laughs> believes you should be a virgin, believe, which for, you know, right or wrong, He's a proud incel, his own words. He is against drinking, smoking. He's a nerd. He's a theater nerd. And I'll show some clips of him. He's just a little dork. But he's got this huge movement on the right of people. And he's also, like, I, I do not throw out white supremacist, anti-Semite, racist, because I hate how those have been so cheapened by the left constantly throwing him out. He is legitimately a racist, legitimately an anti-Semite. Now he's merged with Kanye, who's legitimately an anti-Semite. It's just horrible, um, like movement, but it's it is picking up steam on the right. And the reason I, I bring that up is I'm not gonna say his name, but there's a guy who watches this show. Um, and if you want to come on and talk about this, you're more than welcome to. But he he started watching Nick Fuentes, and again, I hate how they say, "Oh, these people are a, a gateway drug to Nazism." This guy who's in the Marine Corps. Good, solid dude, patriot, American, um, conservative, but like kind of libertarian. Gets pulled into the Nick Fuentes web. Within three months, he's sending me garage documentaries that were clearly made by the FBI. They tried to make them look shitty, but they were very high quality. Talking about how the Jews did uh, 9-11 and all this stuff. A few weeks after that, it's to the point where my buddy, a U.S. Marine, well, he was out, but a U.S. Marine is sending me Snapchats drunk, crying, of the Nazis saying the Nazis were our only hope and we killed them. And I was like, holy shit. And then luckily we were able to pull him out of that. But that was when I realized, okay, this isn't just some 4chan thing. This is actually a a big force on the young right that has been disenfranchised by the Republican Party. Um, So to anyone anyone out there, because everyone loves to defend Nick Fuentes, but I've got some clips of his own words. Pulled from different places. So we're going to show two of those and then some of the Kanye interview. And then I just want to say this is very bad. And we need to call it out on the right aggressively because the left, we know they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're pulling one way. The right cannot let shit like this go. Um, But let me pull up these clips. Sorry, I kind of got... On a ramble there. Did you have anything to add to any of that, Anne? No. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm just, I want right to see the clips. About yeah. how... 
Sorry, it's kind of weird. Um, all right, so this first one's from the Drinking Bros podcast, the Veteran podcast. Um, let me share my screen. The 110 uh, pound con. Let's see. But yeah, we'll watch a couple of Nick Fuentes and then the, the Kanye interview. I cut these together um, just because I want to publicly, I think they're idiots and I am completely against everything they're standing for. Alt right bullshit about how Nick Fuentes is just misunderstood. Let's hear him in his own fucking words. Okay. It was better for them, too, number one. But number two, who cares? Who cares? You know, enough with the Jim Crow stuff. Who cares? Oh, they had to drink out of a different water fountain. Big fucking deal. Oh, no, they had to go to a different school. Their water fountain in that famous picture was worse. Who cares? Grow up. Drink out of the fucking water fountain. It's just water. It's the same. You know? And, uh, you know, even if it was bad, who cares? Who cares? It's better. It's better in general. We all agree it was better for them. It's better for us. Better in general. So, so you don't think too. this number is a one, is a bit at all? Like you think he's really like this? This I, is what I can't tell. I, I don't. I don't care. Um, he said he made one really funny comment, which was that uh, he was talking about Dinesh D'Souza, right? Who I think is a cunt. I, I hate that guy. Yeah, he's yeah, a complete yeah, yeah. fucking chill. He's actually uh, a felon as well. But anyways. He was like, I don't remember there being any names like D'Souza on the, on the fucking uh, independence or uh, the Declaration of Independence. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Probably wasn't a Fuentes in that list as well. Nope. I sure stole wasn't, this you fucking him. dummy. <laughs> like, this, sure he's just the biggest piece of shit on earth. Um, and if it is a bit, it's not a great bit. I mean, what do you, what, what's, what's the hopes and dreams right. here Real quick. for this dude? This is another complaint I have. I want to throw it in here about the right. I'm so tired of everyone on the right acting like everything's a joke. Either you want to be taken seriously or not. I'm so tired of the right saying something where like they'll hint for a bunch of shows in a row that like there's genetic differences between the races, which there are like genetic differences between people, you know, like sickle cell, this, that. What that means, that's a totally different debate, but they'll make all these these comments with the insinuation that other races are inferior to their race. But then as soon as they get called on it, they're like, what? Oh, that was a joke. Oh, honk. I'm a clown. It's like, I'm tired of the right using that as an excuse. It's just jokes. I'm a it's clown. not like you said, what the is the, sports. this isn't marketable. You're not doing a bit to gain anything. This is, you're just, you don't, you're not standing by your convinc convictions because you know your own base won't like them mm -hmm. if you come out and you're too racist. So you're just soft Yep. Whatever, dude, to pr pretend that he is a white supremacist and go like, you can't book that anywhere. You mm. can't monetize that bit. It's not like you're Andy Kaufman. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, he was upset that yeah, Trump disavowed it. Okay. Disavow white supremacy is very cucked and blue pilled. You know, totally, totally wrong. And a big mistake. I, I get. You know, there's a lot of pressure on him right now. There's a lot of calls for him to uh, to disavow the stuff, even from his own side. You know, these people like. God, I just want to knock uh, him out. Guy, I hate Scott, this Tim spindly Scott, little dude. Who earlier today was like, oh, duh, duh, duh. white nationalism is antithetical to the American creed. But what do you know it's about like the American creed? like a snot-nosed little high school brat. You know, and Dinesh I can't believe that so many President Trump should make a like, speech talking leader. about the roots of white nationalism and white supremacy. Like, how much of a... Here, 1990? This is you know, your leader? Dinesh this closeted gay I'm dork? Sorry, uh, anybody sounding like Dinesh D'Souza signed the Constitution of the United States of the Declaration of Independence? I don't remember that. I remember Dinesh D'Souza got Sam Francis's career destroyed because he's a fucking liar. Uh, sorry for the language, but, you know, really, Dinesh D'Souza's going to roll up to our shore from India, from smelly, open defecation India, 
and he's going to tell us that Robert E. Lee was racist and oh, oh, our ancestors were villains as long as they were Democrats, you know? So that's just as it can go to hell. Um, he, and all these people can't. So there's some hot Strange. takes. There's some hot takes in there. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. like Senator Tim Scott. Who yeah, who's black. Black dude, but is American. Sure. Doesn't, you don't know shit about America, though, because question marks. But yeah. But the, the implication is very clear. This guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> Yep. Sorry, what are you saying before we um, before I go to the I have a thing? couple observations and also a couple issues. Um, first of all, he looks like Slappy, the dummy from Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> like he's going to haunt me in my dreams and try to kill me. Um, he, lo- he literally looks like somebody's got their hand up his ass telling them, like making him talk as a dummy would talk. Like everything he's saying... I guess you said he's drug free and alcohol free, but he looked high and also on speed. I think he's like, just a weird little nerdy dork, just just a little low T closeted homosexual. Bourbon in that cup or something. I mean, he's like. I mean, maybe awful. it wouldn't surprise me. Like, I don't believe. I think he's his whole thing is he's super anti. I don't believe. I don't think he lives by any of his things. He is the type of person who is a pastor that gets caught having a coke yes. bender yes. with, you know, a bunch of prostitutes. I would, and it would not surprise And he's obviously looking to someone off camera. So, like, I wonder if that's, you know, I mean, he's there's theories that he's that a fed. Study. I mean, the, the documentaries that my buddy was sending me when he was going down the Jew rabbit hole was, I'm like, this is so clearly a fed documentary. And it's getting spread by Nick Fuentes. I'm like, maybe he is controlled opposition. But For sure. Is that does that give me any hope? No, because that means the government wants there to be, which I believe they actually do, want there to be a white supremacist movement because then that gives them a, an excuse. Because everyone's against white supremacy, like there's very few people, but if they can radicalize enough people to make it a thing, well then, that gives them an excuse to come in with more overreach to come. Oh, now we have domestic terrorists. Now we. Especially like when the attorney general says it's the biggest threat to the country is domestic white terrorism, and the yeah. secretary of defense is saying the biggest threat to the military is... As soon as they can turn the population, Mexican. anyone with an American flag, anyone... You also notice all this stuff's associated with America, like his America First Eagle. I forgot to get a picture of that, but Nick Fuentes' logo is the same as like the Nazi symbol, except for it says America First. So I don't know. I don't believe it's... I, I think it could be possible that he is a Fed and controlled opposition... I mean, it, it's, it's also that... like it's hard for me to buy into these clips because you got them from drinking bros. So these aren't direct source. And also it's a clip. So I, mean, like, I so I had taken a clip of what you were saying earlier about black people like that would be really bad. So I, really bad real quick, you. just so you know, I I know that um, that concern I've went down. A long Nick Fuentes. I've watched a lot of his shows. That's why I said I don't casually throw out racist or anything. It's like the other people who I'm gonna talk trash on later. I've watched hours and hours and hours of their content. I do not call someone. uh, I would not be saying this about him if I was not very thoroughly. I have went through um, trust. Like believe me, this isn't just like some out of context clip. A period of time he's been like this when you've been on him for a hot ass minute now. Yeah, like I said, it's the reason we. Watch the show, and also you see the effects. Like, I see my, you know, um, my buddy going down a, a Nazi rabbit hole. There's, it's this isn't just like some clip taken out of context. Um, 
So yeah, it's it's crazy that he has such a following. I mean, it's really sad. It actually kind of brings me back to the whole Alex Jones thing, which, by the way, is there a ruling about what happened with that the Sandy Hook? Yeah, he's now it's something like in the trillions that they want him to pay, like one point two trillion. It's but, okay, ridiculous. So That's not impossible. Based on what, not based on what you showed, right? It's like no, it, it happened. That article was October twenty second. Um, about three weeks later, another lawsuit came out that was in the trillions. Because the way they did it, he has like forty thousand people that subscribe to his website and watch his show. So the way they did the math was everyone who's watched like. Basically, every sponsor dollar that he's made from every episode, oh. from every viewer, that's why they got this crazy, ridiculous number in the trillions. 40,000? 40,000 viewers? Or 40 million. He's, he was, he's the number two below Rogan before so he got kicked millions. off everything. Yeah. So he's the second biggest show in the world. Huh. Yeah. Well, it does sound like the government really wants to put him off the air. <laughs> yeah, they, they I mean, like, real, like that's that's crazy. Well, Alex Jones is an interesting guy because he did all this um, Bohemian Grove stuff, and like he was one of the first people he discovered Bohemian Grove. He went undercover and got video of Bohemian Grove. Are you familiar with that? It's a also secret society a in the woods with a bunch of Congress people and CEOs where they get together with weird animal masks. It's like stuff you see in movies, and he got video of it and broke the story. That was like his first big thing. It's just, I mean, it's problematic that people buy into everything Alex Jones or Nick Fuentes or Joe Rogan. Like they hang on to every word. All of these things need to be critically thought about and taken with a grain of salt. And besides like you guys and another small handful of people that I associate with, I don't think that the majority of people do that. Yep. That's we'll get into um, after we get done with this stuff. Some that's my big beef with the right right now is that it's this win at all cost mentality. So we'll we will get there. But I absolutely agree with you that that's one of the biggest problems is everyone. I mean, right and left. We like to call the left. I say we the, the right likes to call the left NPCs and all this stuff. Right is just as guilty about it. The only problem is no one's calling them out. <laughs> but um, let me share my screen. I'll show you this next Fuentes clip um, and maybe it's excessive showing all these maybe I won't show the full thing but I want it very clear like with evidence let's call it taken out of contents whatever his own words his thoughts and, um, and also you'll notice if you watch like I'll show you some of the Kanye interview with Gavin McInnes they they just keep they beat if it's a joke well they beat it that drum every single time they open their mouth it's like huh okay well, this joke is your entire catalog of work. Yeah. But yeah. Um, things like uh, abortion, it's popular. People like abortion, hate it, but it's true. And you can thank the Jewish media for that. Abortion's popular. Sodomy's popular. You know, being gay is popular. Being a feminist is popular. Sex out of wedlock is popular. Contraceptives are that's all popular. That's all. That's not to say it's good. That's not to say I like that. Popular means the people support it, which they do. And uh, and it sucks, and it is what it is, but that's why we need uh, dictatorship. <laughs> that's unironically why we need to get rid of all that. We need to take control of the media or take control of the government and force the people to believe what we believe. That's why we need a dictatorship. By the way, I pulled this clip. It's hard to find clips of him because he's so censored, but I clips of him. But um, I don't really like Rachel Maddow. I just want to explain why I'm using, <laughs> got, using this clip from her. 
But side note, Rachel Maddow, she's a lesbian and she has the short hair, but there is a hot MILF trapped in there. I was I was watching like trying to cut these clips together earlier and I was like, you know, I would I would bang <laughs> Rachel Maddow. <laughs> Huh. Maybe banger. It's weird. Those. You have to take a second glance, but if you look really hard, it's kind of like some I'm fat offended. Girls you can look I'm offended as a milf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you're calling yourself a milf. That's a bit arrogant. So you can't be that offended. <laughs> but here's so. the pathway. We have one more election where white people can make the decision. The white people got to make the right decision, and then Trump's got to get in there and never leave. That, to me, at this point, is a pathway. It's time to shut up. Wait, he said the white people or the right people? White people. Stop having elections. Huh? Can we play it back? Yeah. Pathway. That's why we need a dictatorship. Here's the pathway. We have one more election where white people can make the decision. The white people got to make the right decision, and then Trump's got to get in there and never leave. That, to me, at this point, is a pathway. It's time to shut up, elect Trump one more time, and then... Stop having elections. We have got to talk about the fundamentals of our worldview and what it would look like to build a society based on our distinct worldview. It looks like a society where women don't have the right to vote. And it looks like a society where boys and girls get married as teenagers and start having kids and they don't use birth control and they don't use contraceptives and they have big families and a high birth rate. And it looks like women wearing veils at church and it looks like women not being in the workforce banning gay marriage is back on the menu banning sodomy is back on the menu banning contraceptives is back on the menu and basically we're having something like taliban rule in america in a good way we're having something like a catholic taliban rule in america that right. I'm still gonna drink beer and not tithe. Well, I guess I can drink beer though, right? So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to jump right to. I want to talk about the because we talked about it before the separation of church and state. We came. I'm not gonna yeah, get into yeah, that yet. Am um, I being attacked as a Catholic? No. <laughs> Is that why you brought me on? No. Here comes the rest. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, defend yourself. I mean, that's no. painful. Like, well, I mean, I don't think he's a good spokesperson for Catholics. And for he, anything. He's like 25, doesn't have any kids, is a virgin, isn't married. He's not doing any of the things that he says. He's, a, he's, he's a tiny little frail man. He's not, you know, doing all these red pill things. So, yeah, I don't – he's not ever going to get married because he's a closeted homosexual. So I wouldn't. I I don't like look Nancy at him Pelosi's as a spokesman. Right? Yeah, I don't look at him as a spokesperson for Catholics. We'll see him have a love us quarrel, you know, and then end mm-hmm. up in the news like Pelosi's husband, right? Yeah, <laughs> a lover's quarrel. Um, but him, that's I, I'm shocked that he has such a big following. But he it's does. Depressing that he's such a following. And now him merging with one of the pre- biggest, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, hip hop star of all time. That is a. Not something everyone's shrugging and laughing at it. That is a very powerful force considering politics is downstream of culture. I mean, you look at how effective it is on the left with like the political influence that Cardi B has. Now you take these people, that's an interesting, it's something to pay attention to. And I think, I guess the right is doing an all right job of calling it out. I guess people have said like they think it's wild, but like we'll see how it goes. There's a lot of people on the independent right 
that are very friendly with Nick Fuentes. And then there's politicians that are friendly with him, with Kanye. And then now all, all of a sudden, because they're getting flashback, are against them. But is there's a kidnapping video or a beheading I was about to watch? No, this is – I was going to do the show with uh, my pillowcase on my head, and I decided <laughs> not to. This is Kanye's <laughs> new thing where he – he wears this stupid Balencia mask, this gimp mask, as he's talking with his hand on the Balenciaga. Bible. Yeah. Balenciaga. Which is a whole separate thing. We the, can, we can get into pedophilia forever. There is, yeah. I did look into that. I did see that. I don't get yeah. what the deal is with pedophiles. and Are there just way more pedophiles than I realize? I'm starting to think that there are a ton of pedophiles, and I just... For sure, yeah. And what, what's weird about it is... So I'm, I don't know, maybe it's because... you hear about that little girl who was kidnapped out of her driveway by a FedEx driver? No. Where was this? In Texas, like, on the 3rd of December, um, a seven-year-old girl, like, had an argument with her stepmom. She went out to her front yard to, like, cool off or play or whatever. Within an hour, she was taken by the FedEx delivery man, murdered, and he dumped her body. And then um, the cops, like, I don't know, I guess they, like, had him in question because of a ring camera video or something. Mm -hmm. But he kind of gave them a runaround for two days before he told them where her body was. That's, see, they should just, if they know it's him, they have camera. Okay, that's an instance where, let's just torture him, get the information. That's when it's okay to use. I think it's. I think it's the overconsumption of pornography. I think that the more the more pornography people watch, the more exciting stimulation they need and it just you go down further into a darker rabbit hole where you eventually get led to places that you know you didn't think that you would go. So that's an interesting thing that you bring up. Uh, the the pornography which they actually get into that they blame the Jews for that but that is kind of the the idea of okay well these elites the reason that they're pedophiles is because they just they have it all it's like the own, the last frontier where they're doing something bad ultimate power and pornography does kind of to your brain you know read the book your brain on porn it processes it the same way as if you you actually did have sex with that person so in a way it's kind of like a drug addict burns out their dopamine receptors. You do, and I try. I specifically tried not to do, you know, the fapping thing now because I was noticing, like, thank God, I thank God every day that I don't. I actually like older chicks. <laughs> I was like, thank God, I don't like younger chicks because I was noticing, like, I was getting into like weirder and weirder stuff, like granny porn, and like, just like yeah. this is depraved. And it's, it's the algorithm. Like, it'll keep suggesting things to you that you may not be interested in, but if you see it so frequently, then eventually you're going to click on it just because there's nothing left to click on. Or for the 90th time you've asked me to look at this, why not? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very interesting interesting point. But then you also hear about how many people were molested by an uncle or an older person. You realize, well, actually, pedophilia has been a big thing for a long time. But I don't know. Maybe there's also a different type of pedophilia. We always lump it all together. As this sounds disgusting to say, but there's a big difference between a guy who's into 15 and 16 year old girls, and then someone who's into like a kid. The pre and post puberty line is almost like two different things. Both bad, but I want to I, I, to find a cause and a reason. I want to look at them separately because it's two very different types of person. A person who 
uh, who is a pedophile who likes young chicks and is like, oh, yeah, her boobs are coming in, something like that. That's their – they like a young woman. It's disgusting. It's illegal. But someone who wants specifically a child, it's two very different things. We lump them together. But I think that the causes are going to be different because the outcomes are different. So I don't know. Maybe we um, look at them this separate. This is like a really, really sensitive subject for me, one, as a mom. But two, I used to work in um, like the court system as a guardian ad litem. I didn't work, actually. I was a volunteer. So mm -hmm. you're assigned a case and you investigate like the alleged abuse of the child and you investigate all parties involved. So parents, teachers, the child themselves and the alleged perpetrator. So mm -hmm. I am not one to pass judgment on whether or not that abuse took place, but I am supposed to interact with that alleged abuser. And I didn't really know what I was getting myself into because as a volunteer, you can say, there are certain types of abuse you did not want to work with. And I said, I do not want to deal with sexual abuse because I knew that would be difficult for me to handle. But mm -hmm. ultimately, Kids who are being abused in one way are often being abused in more than one way. Mm -hmm. So I would go in for a physical abuse case and then learn that it was a sexual abuse case as well. And a lot of times um, it's just really, I mean, it's it's always sick. It's It's messed me up so much, like emotionally from taking that on and hearing the stories of like what a child has had to go through so young. Mm -hmm. um, and how that will affect them for the rest of their lives. I feel like sexual aggravation and, and talks surrounding like sexual deviancy or sex in general needs to not be so taboo in our society. And maybe people who have <clears throat> these tendencies could get help for that, or they could be curbed, like their um, urges, I guess, could be curbed in some way. Like we need to be able to reach out to people and help them find ways to be healthy in society rather than alienating people who have these issues and then eventually forcing them to act out in these ways where they're kidnapping kids out of their driveway and murdering them like so i mean and i don't have a sympathy for somebody who is a child you know whatever who's interested in kids but it's like whatever we're doing right now is not effective so yeah. we need to be doing more well i have I'm of a couple different minds of that. First off, I do think, I do feel, um, by the way, can you shut that door? I didn't realize that the door wasn't shut. Um, I do have sympathy for someone who, they were abused as a child. Now they they have these urges they can't control. I do feel bad for them, but I also don't have any sympathy for them, if that makes sense. And um, I think, so hurt people hurt people. We know that the majority of people who are abusers were abused. So part of me goes, okay, well, we should just end the bloodline, take them behind the barn if you have, like, find out who is a pedophile, but fix that flag a little bit and just, like, straighten it out whenever you sit down. Um, part of me says, okay, it sucks that you got molested and now you're a pedophile, but once we know that you're a pedophile, we just kill you or imprison you for life. And then part of me, the more liberal side, says, yeah, we need to find a solution for not just that, but for any weird sexual thing, like, or people who are abusive or into, like, like, is that a, should that be a death sentence? You know, just that you have that affliction? You know, probably not. But then there's the slippery slope as as you of, act on it. Well, then there's the slippery slope of, do you, once you normalize pedophilia and take the taboo away from it and people are comfortable with it, 
then does it just become like, oh yeah, I'm a whatever. Like I have, you say it the same way I have anxiety. Oh yeah. I like to fuck kids. Like, no, no, because there's never a world or, or a society or a time where any child could willingly give consent to any sexual activity. I'm not saying you normalize the activity. I'm saying you make it. So right now it's a huge, it's a big deal. If you're going to go kidnap a kid. Now, if pedophilia is normal, then does society start to see it as, or do pedophiles start to see it as kind of like sexual assault towards adult and like takes away some of the seriousness of it if you kind of take away the taboo? Like, I don't know. I think we, yeah, the taboo is what I'm talking about, like building a conversation around it and, and not 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 making everything a secret, you know, hide, pushing everything under the rug and hiding like the reality of yeah. problems that people face. I mean, I mean, though, if you're a, if you're um, if you want to molest children, you've never acted on it, but you say you're trying to get help. I mean, you're never no one's ever going to be OK with that who's in normal society. So do we create different communities for these people? Do we have like a segregated area? where they're allowed to live kind of like pedo zoos. Like, <laughs> I, well, mean, I don't, I don't know like the psychology behind it. If there is some sort of like um, cognitive behavioral therapy or um, psychotherapy where they could talk through the, you know, those things to kind of get to the root of why that's a deviation that they have. But, you know, so I like, I can't give suggestions about what the best thing to do is. I just know like the more we talk about this stuff, the less, you know, attractive, I, I guess it would be to like, um, I think legislatively you can't do anything. You, you're, you know, if you haven't committed a crime, you know, you can't be guilty of thought crime, but I think it should be very simple. If you're convicted of a sex crime towards a minor, you should be killed. That's it. Publicly. That's my, my solution is because you can't, you don't want to give the government authority to be like, okay, these people are pedophiles that never acted on it, but we're going to preemptively do something. Yeah, can't, can't do but that. I do think that those bloodlines should be wiped out because the problem is it's an endless cycle. Hurt people are going to hurt people. And especially as a dude, if that's what gets you off, like that's why I say I thank God every day, and I'm not even a Christian, I thank Allah too, that I'm not a pedophile because – there's like, I can't imagine being horny all the time and never being to get up. I would 100%, if I was a pedophile, I would act on it. So no one clip that. <laughs> but, Gosh, that's so gross. I mean, it's, there. I know, but it's, but look at it this way. Like I'm in, Can I'm into you? chicks, but if I, I was secretly gay, there's no way that I would be able to just, eventually I would end up sucking dick at a truck stop or I would end up getting on grinder and seek, like you can't, oh it's too powerful of an urge. So that's what I'm saying. If well, somebody acts on it, I don't a I don't trust them not to be a repeat offender. But b that's I don't think there's any hope for pedophiles. That's why I said I have I feel bad for them, but I don't have any sympathy for them. I would be like I'm sorry, man, as I shoot them in the <laughs> back of the head behind the barn. Yeah, like a dog so with rabies. That's how it should be. The catechism, like the Catholic Church's book on you know more specific social issues and how they relate biblically. Um, the catechism says that like the death penalty should not be used unless it's among a society where um, like there's there's no way to prevent that person. If if they could continue to do harm, then they should then they should be put to death. Does that make sense? Like if yeah. you ha if your society has the ability to prevent them from 
doing further harm, such as a jail, that that course of action should be taken. But if you cannot, then they should be put to death. So, I look at life in prison or death for convicted pedophiles. I'd be fine with life in prison. Screw, Either way, they, just, are, they should not have interaction with They're going to have society. a special side, special guards. It's way more money. Just kill them. Instead of having them be there for 50 years, kill them. I mean, I could have the debate about, I could argue either side of the ethics, but either way, I don't think that they're yeah. compatible with society. No, I guess that's the long, get them off the, the short street, way though. of saying, I don't think that they're compatible with society. They're gonna do I don't again. like the idea of trying to make them compatible with society, even though I understand it. I don't think it's feasible. Yeah. Just because the biological urge. Once you cross to the threshold of touching so kids, much. you're going to keep touching kids. <laughs> I mean, tell yeah, me I'm wrong. We, yeah. We're all adults here. We've all, all been horny before. Like, now imagine if you could never scratch that itch because that itch was a child. It's disgusting if to think Nick about, Fuentes. but now put that person out in everyday society. Now tell that person, you're not a freak. We're going to try to get you help. People accept them. Like, it's a, I don't know about that road. I don't like it. <laughs> I guess I don't understand like the scope of the issue, you know, but I do think that um, maybe you mentioned something about it earlier, Zach, like the war on children. Like there is there's a lot of um, propaganda that kind of positions people, you know, to head in that direction. I think I think kind of what I was mentioning about the algorithms that, you know, our computer kind of feeds us and the direction that something or someone wants us to go, you know, mm-hmm. like well, the government it's or what, uh, Satan. what Ted Bundy falsely accused. <laughs> he said that he was heavily influenced by violent pornography. And that was back when it was magazines. So uh, whether that's true or not, I mean, that is an example where you can say someone's telling us the reason that I raped and murdered all these women was pornography. And but then everybody in Vegas is like, legalize it, support the sex industry. Well, I mean, I, I don't think that you can make it illegal from my perspective. I just like I think that prostitution should be legalized. We are literally covering every possible subject of all time ever. We're going to solve all yeah. of those problems. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. This is the new, you know, world forum here. We are the this is the new cabal in its infancy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, how are we saying? Um pornography it's kind of the same as we'll add on another thing um i saw this teen in texas or not this teen this 10 year old in i think it was texas or somewhere you know um, you don't know what the difference between a 10 year old and a teen is <laughs> and that's why the journey's already started <laughs> <laughs> we need to take you out back behind the shed. well see that's why i said no preemptive action by the government because then the fed boys would be like oh well, this is our excuse to get rid of him yeah wait what was that movie where like um they minority report it? Yeah. Yes. We're, yeah. Yeah. I got That's what up. popped in my head when I was thinking of that. I'm like, I don't want that thought crime. Scary. But um, no, this kid um, shot his mother over an argument. She wouldn't let him play video games or something. Shot her, and then told the police, "I shot her because she wouldn't let me play my video games." I'm like, you cannot tell me that that is not in some way influenced by that kid with a passive mother playing Call of Duty eight hours a day since he was six. You cannot tell me. I know that there's no technical link between video games and uh, violent behavior. You cannot tell me it does not negatively impact people. That doesn't mean that I think it should be illegal. I think parents should not let their kids play violent video games. Def- definitely not at that age. 
But that's kind of the thing with pornography is like I do think that there it is terrible for culture and it does have negative infect, in, um, impacts. I don't know if pedophilia is one of them, but I know that depravity is certainly one of them. I know erectile dysfunction is certainly yep. one of them. Yeah, I know from the female's perspective – um, we have a record, it sounds stupid, but a record number of prolapsed anuses in um, teen women and, you know, young early 20s women because they're watching porn and they think anal's normal to do regularly. So it is having lots of negative effects. I still don't think that you can make it illegal, but the same with video games. I'm not going to discount that at all. So maybe that's a cause. Maybe that's something we look at where we trace back and see, okay, if there is a connection, we can try and change something or at least get the information out there so we tell people, hey, quit there is a, a causal link between, not for everyone, but there is a causal link between pornography and pedophilia. Yeah. And maybe that's where the free market of ideas, you scare. If I knew that that was true, I would never be tempted to watch porn again. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you do, like speaking of free market, how do you regulate the internet or how do you put the genie back in that bottle? Like Can't there's no way that. to... To prevent people from viewing. That's what I'm saying. All you can do is give. All you can do is combat bad ideas with good ideas. Yeah, give them the information. You can give them the information, make it widely publicly known, publish the studies, yeah. tell people. Everyone who cares about this issue pounds it into the sand. If you watch porn, there is a chance. There is a link. Just like I'll tell people, if I'll tell anyone who has kids, I'll give them my two cents. Do not let your kids play violent video games, or they might shoot you one day. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's the only thing you can do is just like with this Nick Fuentes stuff and the clip we're about to watch with Kanye, I think that all of these ideas should be allowed to be out there so that everyone can see how dumb they are. And then people with bigger channels than us, but people like us should be having these conversations where we look at it and we say, okay, this is what they said. Like they're going to talk about pornography. We just talked, we would agree on that point with them that pornography is bad, but then they blame it on the Jews as some big plot (laughs) to destroy. Yeah. Um, Okay, one really quick thing, sorry. This is surprising to me because Catholics supposedly have a very close bond with Jewish people and like the Jewish faith because Catholicism stems from the Jewish faith. Jesus was Jewish. Judeo-Christian values, that literally means like Jewish and Christian working together. Mm -hmm. I'm just confused why he's so, I mean, I guess I'm confused why anyone is racist, but it's really difficult for me to, you know, kind of pair somebody who uh, proclaims to be such a strong Catholic with like the condemnation of the Jewish people. It's not, that's... It's yeah, a rabbit. I, I think it's anti-Semitism is a low IQ man's game. And I think that a lot of these people, Zach and I were talking about it earlier, a lot of these people who have voices, it's like talking about Turning Point USA. They're, because um, I was thinking about interning for them and stuff, I looked at jobs for like anything working with the influencing fear, sphere and having shows and stuff. It's all, what is your Twitter handle? What's your Instagram handle? That's all they care about. They don't care about what degrees do you have? What's your resume? They want to know how many eyeballs do you have? So that attracts, because we have a dumb culture, which likes to watch dumb people. The people who get a voice are dumb people. I don't think Nick Fuentes is very intelligent. I think that people are saying, oh, he's so intelligent. I think that he's memorized a bunch of talking points. I imagine he is... For the reasons, like you just said, if you were to talk to him, his, he would keep going back to, well, the, but the Jews, well, his points, the more I watch of him, it's not very intelligent. So that is, I think that he probably doesn't know very much about but his a Catholic off, face. Um, I think he's 
a dumb, low IQ person who and pissed off dumb people watching. Yeah, who has his own version of Catholicism, and that has just turned that into merged that with all of his other views. Um, I've said yeah. it six million times. Like my brother knows, I play a video game about World War Two, and <laughs> six it's six million times. Wait, what a weird number! Like, I've heard that number a couple times recently. <laughs> That's probably why, but millions of times, like. A stupid oh video game, you just look up how to play it and you can beat people. And there's 100,000 people playing on it during the day and 80,000 people at night. Mm-hmm. And I constantly dunk, and I'm a horrible electronics guy. And I dunk on people because I spent a couple hours watching videos. And people that bring up Yee and all this other stuff just, again, and I like the the the, the uh, um, guy that kind of brought some of this to, to my attention with Yee and Rogan and stuff like that. And it's just like... He's got the basic principles though, but most people are not diving into the into this stuff. It's just like wave tops of oh, I like this. He's saying something hard, just like Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's fighting the fight for us. He's saying some things I agree with. Trump's a Christian. <laughs> Trump's a Christian. Literally, people are like, yeah, Trump's a Christian. I well, that goes back to what you were saying earlier. Too many people watch. They get their sole source of news is or, um, Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, who are like, I love. Joe Rogan, I like when he has an interesting interview. Every single guest that I've been interested in, like scientists, whatever, I always look further into them. What books have they written? That's probably, and I'm not special in that. I'm just a curious person. Mm-hmm. I do the show and stuff. That's probably 0.1% of the viewers that look at past that initial thing. Yeah. And it's, yeah, or to fact check half the stuff he says. I just listened to my first Rogan show yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he was just saying a lot with a lot of authority. Well, like, the problem is, it's like, so I, I wish I had this pulled up. The study, we just had it. We took a class together called Biopolitics, which talks about, um, you know, our biology, genetic, DNA, behavior, all that stuff. And its effects on political behavior. And um, they did a study where they, they did fMRI and looked at people's brains and showed them images of well first they asked them you know what their political ideology was and then they showed them images of people on their team their you know political um partisan line whatever and the same parts of their brain that activate when they think of themselves and kind of like your self-identification were activated when they saw someone on their team and their political ally and then the reverse was true when they saw someone on another team it was those out group threat parts of the brain were activated so and you come when it comes to like watching Joe Rogan and stuff, people with this podcasting stuff or TV shows or party alignments with the government, they don't look at it like I don't know if we're just all on the spectrum and that's why we can objectively look at it, but people look at it like this is my family, this is my tribe. I'm talking to my friend now. They don't look at it as like this is a person who doesn't know me and I don't know them and I'm going to take everything they say with a grain of sand and I'll like some of it and I'll dislike some of it and I'll disagree with some of it and I'll agree with some of it. I, I get think, it at least. Again, I, mm-hmm. I, not to that degree, but when people start hammering Trump, I've, I don't even like the guy for, and, and for like some reason, I feel like I have to, to defend him, right? Sometimes and it's, I have know, to do that with, I have to defend dumb, the dumb, police. I think, I think everyone does that, right? You know, and it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd have to do a vets. I 100% do a vets. I see a vet. He's on my team. I'll, I'll help his team. We're on our, the same we team. Can't, you no, can't escape No matter that. what, even if he's doing dumb stuff and it's not good, but at least you call it out. <laughs> yeah. What I don't get is why people, they don't, they don't recognize that that's like, surely, I don't know, maybe people, they just really are truly convinced that like they're objective and it's like they just immediately discount the, the other side or any contradictory arguments and they just don't think about it or maybe they just kind of know but then don't really care. 
I don't know. Maybe people are just intellectually lazy and they don't really want to challenge themselves. So they just kind of subconsciously discard anything and then forget about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Heuristics. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I've talked to Zach a ton about how basically I think that the majority of people in the United States and the world just use heuristics to vote. My team, your team. Um, but yeah, well, but they don't have like the leisure of time. I think not everybody's priority is political. You know, a lot of people just live day to day lives and, and their priorities, like, how am I going to make this money to pay my rent? And that excuse works for non-political people or for people who are passively political that, but there's so many people who do all these things that we just talked about where they only look at ones that they watch Rogan and then that's, they don't look into anything else. Their person, whoever that is, if it's the Young Turks on the left, and they are the ones going to rallies, they're the ones screaming in the supermarket, pulling out their phone, get your mask on, ball. So it's, if it's one, I have zero problems with people who are just like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm, you know, Republican, I don't really keep up with it. I'm Democrat, I don't keep up with it. It's the people who are morons and don't know anything who are then out there screaming and squawking and making a scene. I describe it as, Zach and I, we, we thought we started, um, we were young before we graduated doing MMA. And I always, I, I describe this political thing as I invest a lot of time into studying politics, into, you know, get what I'm getting my degree in. I also just care about politics in general. I, I look at it when I go into a debate with someone about politics, I'm going into a fight. I've done training. I'm prepared. I see all these people who have never put on a pair of boxing gloves getting in the ring and wanting to fight. And I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, I don't have problems with people who aren't political. But if you're going to be political, don't show up unprepared. Not one foot in, one foot out. Pit both feet in. <laughs> yeah. So Because... You know, 200,000 people show up to protest machine guns. If, like, a talks runs around asking as many as he can about that, or a million, there's a million channels that does that, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, they're there to protest the Second Amendment, but don't even know that mach- or, um, machine guns, right? That's, that's the big thing for all this stuff, and it's, they don't even know what's legal and not legal. They're just, they're putting an effort, for goodness sakes, and they don't yeah. know yeah. <laughs> that machine guns, unless you're rich, are illegal. And well, people know the First and Second Amendment. How many the people who tout the Constitution, 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 Ask them. Always ask them what the Third Amendment is. Very few people will know. Yeah. It's and for people who don't know, it's the um, the one about you can't um, the government can't quarter soldiers in your house. Oh yeah. But because then f- no, almost nobody. I carry knows a constitution that. in my car, my bag, my phone is downloaded. Yeah. Ready to show the cop my fifth and fourth amendment rights. Yeah. All right. Does anyone else have anything else, or can we blow through this Kanye clip? Because yes. I want to get off the the Kanye thing and move on to Trump real quick before we we move on but is anyone everyone good mm-hmm. okay and this at this point we've kind of beat it to death but now i just kind of want to show it since um i did it all together but we'll just find it's six minutes i gotta pee so i'm gonna pee while you guys watch this um it's the kanye's interview with gavin mckinnis and nick fuentes and kind of tying a bow on this whole thing of why i am concerned about this force that is actually a very powerful cultural force. But Hitler's got a pretty bad reputation. (laughs) Well, who made that reputation? That was made by Jewish people. Well, the murdering Jews was a pretty big part of his bad reputation. Yeah, but some of it's incorrect. Also, the Holocaust is not the only Holocaust. So for them to take that and claim we're in, we have abortion right now. That's, you, that's eugenics. That's genocide. That's a, that's a Holocaust that we're dealing with. 
right now. So because Jewish people control the majority of the media, along with banks, along with real estate, along with uh, you know malls, they can control the narrative. Like history is written by the winners. They were upset that Hitler was kicking them out of the country. By the time, I mean, the Holocaust, there's only 250,000 Jews left. Well, really diving into it here. I mean, yeah, let's get into real information at this point. You know, what did they think were going to happen? Matter of fact, it's like, I think that I think the Jews are like really, I think the Jewish like Mossad and Rahm Emanuel and Bibi Netanyahu and all of them, I think they really got soft out here. Like I'm getting to walk around and say the truth out loud, you know. Oh no, they got him dropping headphones over here. <laughs> but yeah, you know, Jesus is king. Really, you know, I just, I just lean into what Christ needs me to do. And I'm a thousand percent faithful, as faithful as I can be as a, as a man. And I repent for the things where I fall short. But the only way for us to bring America back to where it needs to be. This is a Christian uh, country and it needs to be ran by Christian leaders that don't bow to Jared Kushner, that don't bow to Rahm Emanuel. You already know DeSantis is a fake conservative. We don't even know who the Democrats are gonna uh, put up. And yeah. Blacks are overrepresented in violent crime. But when you meet an individual black person, you don't apply that. You start with a fresh slate every time you meet someone. Do you do that with Jews? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this intervention isn't going very well. <laughs> I mean, when I talk to Orth, like Ron, it, I've noticed that Jews are a tenacious bunch and they're great for every movement, especially the conservative movement. Who's helping me sue the SPLC? Ron Coleman. Who's helping me sue Rutherford for shutting down my talk or uh, Penn State for shutting down my talk? John Gross, Rabbi John Gross. I don't know, they tend to get the system and maybe it's because they've been ostracized from the system for so long, they're good at hustling. They complicated the system. They put it in Yiddish. <laughs> the elite globalists, they're all destroying Western culture. That's Satan. And the, the, sure. main, the main issue for any religion the main issue is that Christ is king. Christ is the true king of Israel. Christ is the king of all kings. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you are wrong. And anyone that doesn't believe in Jesus Christ should not be in control or in any influence to anything that America produces, be it media, technology, politics, farming, medicine, prisons, if you do not believe in Christ and you're not following Christ in the decisions that you make, you should have no influence on that. Well, that's going to be a tough thing to institute. So, so you're president of the United States. The, the Hitler thing does not hurt your campaign. First day I, I, it in helps my campaign. Okay, it helps your campaign. Yeah. You're in office. It's day one, and they go, someone walks in, and they go, so what are we going to do about these Jews? What do you say? What do you mean do about them? What, what do you well, is there about? any action involved? Like they, they're overly represented in med lots of people who don't believe in Christ. I would, I would probably wager that in your average hospital in New York, maybe a third or less believe in Christ. So are you suggesting we get rid of two thirds of the doctors? Not get rid of, like not violently get rid of them. Fire I think, them? I think that Jews are very intelligent 
but they don't deserve to be in charge of everything because they don't put Christ in. in but how do you legislate that? They need to work for Christians. Jews should work for Christians. I'll hire a Jewish person in a second. If I knew they weren't a spy and I could look through their phone and follow them to their house and have a camera all in their living room. <laughs> <laughs> it just, my, my problem with anti-Semitism is it feels like a mental rut where, as Jared Taylor says, if it rains on your birthday, you blame it on the Jews. And it, it, it stifles creativity. We, we have to spread out the blame. And I think the blame the, should be spread to the modern liberal elites. The, what do you say, Nick, if, if you guys are president and vice president? Well, you're too young, but you know what I mean, hypothetically. How do you institute this when, not if, fixing the Jew problem? Well, I would... In medicine, for example. Well, I would pass. I think in medicine, it's less of an issue. The, the real issue is communications because Mass communications has changed the world forever. A hundred years ago, and particularly 30 years ago, we need to have Christian standards guiding that because the goal of our society is to be moving people into heaven. If you have atheists, whether they're Jewish or white, running the media, it doesn't facilitate that. So, so I would, how do you fix that? So I would want fire? decency standards. I would want, de even, even if you can't say we're gonna have the government come in and fire all the Jews running the media, let's have the lawmakers make laws that govern even if the you media. Can't. That say, no. we don't want pornography on the internet. We don't want pornography, frankly, anywhere. We don't want indecency, we want, that's fine. We don't that want the Constitution. Do, do it. It's a like, hateful document. Let's just have open free want, speech. No one can get canceled. We don't want guns. Through and now there's no more problem with control. We don't want free speech. It's a, it, it goes against God's word. <laughs> yeah. Like, Homeschooling is illegal because we got to make sure that people aren't teaching their children blasphemous things. The religious right would freak out and go, what? No. They it's freak like, all the time. when, Cal Which, again, California shouldn't be doing that. But they have little protests and stuff all the time when these states talk about banning homeschooling. Like, mm-hmm. But again, and, and this, I mean, who's homeschooling that isn't Christian for the most part? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. And I'm not, I don't have any issues with Christians, by the way. I don't, I don't look at Nick Fuentes as a spokesperson for any yeah, Christian. I separate or, or Kanye West. He's I don't think that a lot of insane, Christians dude. are looking to Kanye West as their, their religious leader. I think there's a lot of hood Christianity where, you know, they drink all night and then bang strippers and then go to church <laughs> yeah. the next day and talk about God. But... I don't, I, don't I don't look at him as a, a strong Christian figure, but... So depressing that, we, that people look up to him, man. It is. Especially young I people. That is both, sad. They were both making a statement that people don't have worth if they're not Christian, and that's fundamentally unchristian. Like, that, the, mm -hmm. the fact that they're relegating anyone who doesn't believe in Jesus as not having the ability or promise of having making good decisions or being in charge of something or promoting anything that they're uh, that's that's really weird and sad like they both need prayers well, yeah it's <laughs> this weird no that's gonna help much. Well, it's this weird you're a unique thing or thing you're a unique person because you are a very devout catholic but you're also you have a libertarian streak so like like, I don't know what, I may be wrong about this, but like, I assume that you're, oh, well, I don't know, what what is your stance on like gay marriage, like being legalized, being illegal? I don't, like Zach was saying, I think you said earlier, I don't think the the government should be involved in marriage. I think that marriage is between whatever you and your God believe that it is. So I agree. Um, and so 
what happens is politician everyone goes back to this is a Christian country. This Christian or this country was influenced by Judeo Christian values, but Britain was a Christian country. So what does that mean? This was a Christian country. So was Britain. They fled a Christian country for religious freedom. Then we can get specific freedom. and say this is a Protestant, a Protestant Christian too. country, and therefore Catholics shouldn't have. Well, no... that's the thing. Either which version of Christianity? Right? Well, a version yeah. that follows the Bible. Well, which version of the Bible? Like, so that's that's a dangerous argument. You go there, but they like to use that blanket statement. This is a Christian country, therefore we should enforce Christian laws, and that's what the founders wanted. That's what blah blah blah. No, that's yeah. not. The founders did not want a religious theocracy. They wanted separation of church and state. And if you want that, if you want the government, I think what happened, I told you about this the other day, I think that they knew, okay, the majority of the country is Christian, and they knew that um, they could get a lot of votes. Huh? Oh, okay. I think it's just you you and me for a minute. Mm -hmm. I think the majority of the country realized, or politicians, they don't care about the Constitution. They're like, hey, we'll give these religious people what they want, get their votes, and the religious people... They got comfortable getting, like, liquor laws, getting, like, we grew up in a dry county. Yes. It was a huge deal. They got their version of marriage being enforced. They got used to the constant people not having constitutional rights, having kind of their, their version of what they want to be enforced. And because the country is majority Christian, the politicians went along with it who don't care about the Constitution at all. And then they enforced those, those laws, and the government came in and did unconstitutional things under the banner of religion. Everyone was fine with it because— it's their side. In rea exactly. Because in reality, the right is—the religious right is just as authoritarian in a large part as the left. If you—I'm if you, not saying, oh, you want China, you want um, people to be locked in their houses— so take what I'm saying, you know, for what it's worth. If you are a Christian and you want gay marriage to be illegal, or let's do something simpler, like um, based on relig if you if it comes up at all that the reason gay marriage should be illegal has to do with religion, then you are wanting to enforce a law by the state at gunpoint based off your interpretation of your religion. That is by definition, authoritarianism it is a religious theocracy that is not constitutional, that is not freedom, that is you love your American flag, freedom, not my body, my choice, I'm not getting the jab, the but then you want the exact same thing but packaged differently. That's How, no. many, how many founders said tyranny of, of the majority? When you have that and everyone's a monolith – we, we started this whole thing about the Electoral College. That's mm -hmm. the whole thing we're trying not to do, so that it's not just every one group think too fast. Things have to mm -hmm. be sorted out beforehand. Like They intentionally yeah. didn't want just everyone on the same exact page, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, but that, that scares me, that stuff about um, authoritarianism and that streak of the right being okay with authoritarianism because they're the ones who are supposed to be pushing against authoritarianism. Mm -hmm. The left, they want progressivism. They want – that makes sense. But the right wanting authoritarianism or being okay with authoritarianism depending on how it's packaged, that means they're going to be okay opening up the precedent to how they're getting mad now because of a lot of different things that are unconstitutional. It's like, well, you're fine with the government having power, so you'll give up power to the government if it goes along with your personal beliefs, your personal religious beliefs, which is separate from the Constitution. You look mm -hmm. at the Constitution and the founding documents as secondary to the Bible. Mm -hmm. Everyone that, that opens the door to then power is not going – once you give up power, you don't get to decide how it gets used. Yeah. If people that are okay or, again, like anti-gay marriage and want it because of religious reason, reasons, if uh, 
again, some like sheiks took over and elders and suddenly every single female, because God said so, has to, you know, wear a burqa now. What's to stop someone? Is that right? Someone's interpretation God said of, so. okay, so we're a Christian country. So the country should be governed mm-hmm. on Christian laws and we shouldn't have a separation of church and state. Okay, well, now you get a Seventh-day Adventist in, and now it's illegal for you to go to church Because now we're Muslim. Sunday. Now we're Seventh-day well, Adventist. No, now we're Mormon. Yeah, it's just up to whoever's interpretation of Christianity. Now we're secular. Now we're whatever. Specifically why there's a separation of church and state. But what scares me is this vein of authoritarianism that the right's okay with. I'm going to skip to um, this clip of Gavin McInnes. We're going to talk about Gavin McInnes and um, on Tim Pool, his show, the, um, the right is there's the way they're talking is I, I just it seems to be the right is becoming more and more okay with authoritarianism if it's my side versus their side which the Crowder clip is a long long clip so I'm gonna go to that afterwards but um, I have to go guys and I don't give a blank fuck oh, about sorry uh, you gotta go yeah all right I've got the kids and yeah we'll no have worries. to do the rest another night yeah well we we only have a few more things like maybe 10 15 more minutes we'll wrap up here and then we'll save all the manosphere stuff we'll do that a separate episode okay but, um we appreciate Good. you coming on i want this uh yeah. like i said we if you want to be um, a co-host, I think this was really good. I, I liked it. Uh, you don't you don't have to show up for every episode, but I like you to be uh, part of the show. Give us a little different perspective if you're down to uh, jump in with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it works with the schedule, it'd be really fun. It was a good energy, so and we got a lot covered. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll keep going and uh, yeah, make good sure you uh, like and subscribe <laughs> to the video <laughs> when it comes out. Bye. Nice to meet you, Zach. Have a good one. All right. See ya. See ya. Right. Well, I'm definitely voting for her in 2024. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. I'll put her and Mike Ritland on the ticket. Yeah, she's fun. She's. Uh, we're planning on getting our PhDs together or going down that path. She's. It's very rare in college that I find someone who's... Let me piss somewhere. Tell me this. No problem. It's okay. I'm gonna take a break. Or just piss real fast. Cause yeah, I'll, I'll talk to the people and I'll I'll keep going. You oh. go pee. Because I gotta. Um, yeah, I got stuff to do tonight too. But yeah, she's gonna be. We're gonna bring her on, female voice. Uh, and you know, it's uh, it's it's rare in college because I'm in graduate school where you find someone who is not not just in grad school but kicking ass and taking names is also a woman and is also pro liberty. Those those three things that combination is kind of rare. So I was like, well, you could be a very interesting addition to the show. So we're gonna bring her on. But um, and hopefully she can be a, a third co-host um, or at least be here quite a bit. But with this Trump stuff, we'll talk about authoritarianism real quick. Um, so Trump's getting rebuked for all of this Nick Fuentes, Milo stuff. Um, I'm not going to go into those articles. I'll put the screenshots up here. Um, so Trump, he also added in at the worst timing with this guy. Um, so he... Let's see. Put in this quote on his Truth Social. So, with the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception and working closely with big tech companies, the DNC, and the Democratic Party, do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner, or do you have new elections? Question mark. A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. 
So that's not a good thing coming from uh, the guy who was the president and is now running. Saying, and, you know, people, they're playing, playing it out like it's not that big of a deal. But it is a pretty big deal when the pres, you know, presidential candidate and former president is saying that we can uh, suspend rules and regulations, even those found in the Constitution. Um, but I'm going to go to this clip of uh, uh, Savannah Hernandez of InfoWars, I believe. Well, f- first, I'll play this clip of Gavin McInnes. What is some cops beat up an asshole who was being a douche? Three Arkansas cops brutally beat suspect after his arrest for threatening a gas station worker and then punching an officer. They say striking, which kind of takes it down. And then they realize they are being filmed. All three are suspended by state. Why? Because the court of social media decided this was too much. This means nothing to me. Now, I will, I will say, if he was black, there'd be a Molotov cocktail being thrown into every <laughs> building like, in the world. We used to do that to someone if they farted in our face. <laughs> or if, like, some guy took the last beer. <laughs> like that's a hockey fight. That's a tyrannical. Gavin doesn't understand People, This shows a- Imagine if that was Proud Boys. Imagine if that was January sixth. The FBI has a bunch of Proud Boys down there, and they're kneeing him in the head. He'd be go. <laughs> there it is. That's what you do. You storm the Capitol. You get tuned up. He would be furious. Yep. But he's sitting here going, oh, I don't care. Pacification of America when they see cops. that and go. There's, and his bar oh buddies. They Lord. give him. A, they make him feel like he's blue collar. If they used to uh, do that back, you know, for farting in their face, he doesn't understand violence. Like, yeah, getting ganged up on by a bunch of people and beat on. Like again, especially maybe be, they piss the guys officer. off. Like they're they're human, obviously, but you should still never be okay with that, right? Like, sure they're human. You're like, okay, they lost control. This guy was fighting and whatever, but again, it's like talking what? about the taboo. Okay, maybe these cops. There's it's the heat of the moment. Maybe these cops don't lose their badge, but you don't outright condone it. No, you don't have yeah. to knee him. Yeah, you do. He punched a cop. He won't fucking. Yeah, right up until it's your people. So that's a problem I had. Fat as hell. I'd like to get with Gavin in the ring. You know, he fought the one fucking like. I mean, I, I like Gavin. I don't want to beat him up, but I'm just saying that's wrong. No, no we like should him. not have a tyrannical police force that uh, we we look the other way when they abuse the law. Yeah. No, and no. cops should not be able to team up and beat the shit out of people, and he would not be okay with it if it was yeah. Proud Boys, if it was if it was him, if he was at a rally and they're like, "Dude, you're causing all these problems for us," go go on, started beating them up. He would not be okay with it. He'd be out there, I you know, was assaulted by police officers. But when it's some a situation where it's like, oh, ha, whatever, then he's okay with it. Then he can laugh about it with his cop buddies because yeah. it's it's in that context, it's not that big of a deal. It's some drunk asshole who punched a cop. What he doesn't understand is when you make that okay and when you say, yeah, it's okay, cops are going to step outside the law sometimes. And this like fantasized madman world of police where it's like sometimes you got to do what you got to do. No, because guess what happens? Then you have people who get arrested at January 6th in solitary confinement for a year and a half without a trial. That's where that goes. But the right seems so goddamn stupid and so just centered on this us versus them. My team must win. That they will just give the government any power. Yeah. <laughs> They're desperate for an authoritarian leader because they, or maybe not desperate for an authoritarian leader. Maybe that's not fair. But they, they're okay with things that go contrary to everything that liberty-minded people believe in if it's yeah. their, their team is doing it or someone that they're friendly with is doing it or it's not directed towards them. And he's all for, you know, just, as long as it's his side throwing the punches or, getting, or beating mm-hmm. on, he doesn't care. And that's... Yeah, what if, that was, what, what if that was Seattle 
and those were all right-wing protesters and the cops are all super liberal. Or he, Britain, he complains about in Britain um, Tommy Robinson getting fucked with, with the, um, by the, the mm-hmm. cops all the time. It's like, yeah, you don't get to choose who the cops abuse their power with, man. Yep. That's the whole pick, reason. They'll each be the sheriff. Yeah. We each pick their side and get in groups and yeah. do whatever, whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And it's just not... This is and so this is the again not calling out people just being okay with shit. This is the quote I read about Trump. Um, this is Fernando Hernandez on on Tim Pool's show, and he agrees with her, which is why I thought this was interesting. It's not just that he had someone on and then called her out. It's like this is millions of people are seeing this, and this is a huge person. And Tim Pool's not on the right, but mm-hmm. he is he's popular on the right. Um, I agree with your sentiment that the United States no longer exists. And it was funny, too, because so many on the left were saying, oh, my gosh, Donald Trump called to abolish the Constitution. This is so horrific. I can't believe he would say something like that. And it's like, hold on. You guys impede on our First Amendment rights and our Second Amendment rights every single day. We just had Joe Biden the other week saying we need to ban assault weapons. Every single day you have the Democrats trying to take away our our Second Amendment right, our ability to defend ourselves, to keep us from becoming New Zealand, China, or Australia. And you're mad because Donald Trump said something about abolishing the Constitution on Truth Social? Get you know, give me he a break. Say yeah, that. He's like, so some okay rules, for us. including some of those in the Constitution, may have to be suspended or terminated. I think terminated is what he said. Mm-hmm. So he didn't come out and say, like, terminate the entire Constitution. He was like, some of these rules have to be terminated. Okay, not a fan. Not a fan of when Abraham Lincoln did it. But Abraham Lincoln did it, too. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get the vibe. I'm not so it's Abraham okay, Lincoln, then, then you, I hate the fact that he took control of the communication lines and the rail lines. Yeah. I think it set a horrible precedent during war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but the the problem there with that and that sentiment that a lot of people on the right are going to agree with, they're going to just go, oh, the left, the left is now complaining. No, that's not okay what Trump said. It's not okay. Then you had that with the, with wanting a religious caliphate that a lot of people are okay with little tiny authoritarian measures. Then you add that with people who just blindly support the police. It's a problem. And then the final clip I'll show here is of Crowder, who's maybe the biggest independent, non-mainstream guy on the right. Um, and I, it's a four-minute clip, but I fundamentally agree with everything, disagree with everything he says in this clip. And I think it is very bad that this is, that this is the viewpoint of the right now. And I don't know if it's, if he truly believes this, if it's just, because peace, like when people are getting along politically, people don't make money. Crowder needs there to be, um, controversy he needs there he you know not that he did that all right we have a lot to get to today but he that is where his bread and butter is he needs people to be pissed off on both sides so i hear stuff that he's about to say and i'm like this is the literally the one of the biggest people on the right someone who got me into politics who i really looked up to i'm like you were saying literally the opposite of what i believe to my core where you take each individual issue as its own so i'll go ahead and play that today the theme is uh your government wants to make a criminal out of you and voters out of hardened criminals. And we'll get to that in a second. We have what's happened in New York. We have what's happened with Paul Pelosi. We have uh, what's been happening in Florida. But look, something I wanted to talk about, because I'll get this question a lot, particularly in light of uh, the Sam Harris comments recently, which are asinine and embarrassing. Um, And I think he's smart. I think there are a lot of smart people out there. I think there's a difference between someone who is smart and sort of this pseudo intelligentsia that we have these days. And there is a problem with that. And I know people say you're being anti-intellectual if you bring it up. But let me give you an example. I know it seems really intellectual for people to say, 
hey, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm not a conservative or a liberal. I hate labels, man. The two-party system keeps you in the dark. And I get it. The two-party system is flawed. But it's like the 10-8 round must system in mixed martial arts. and bo- You're never going to get it perfect. It's as good as you're going to get it. I come from a parliamentary system in Canada where I was raised. You can have someone elected prime minister not even winning a majority of the vote. So that has its problems. But I think that is then used as a springboard into something. You'll hear people say this a lot. Okay, not even and you'll never the, uh, hear majority me... of the votes. So you want a, a like all out democracy because then Trump would have lost in 2016 to Hillary Clinton. It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean by? And I'm not saying that a parli- parliamentary system's better, but I'm saying the the best the best it's ever going to get. Absolutely not. I mean, that's yeah. The whole idea is to get ideas from di- or viewpoints from different states, different parts of it. Yeah. Not just not a our winner take all. Well, my team's in charge. We have all the power. That's, <laughs> yeah, you no. get one on your side. That's why they the used most. to do. Whoever won the election would be the president, and whoever lost would be the vice president. Yep, makes complete sense. Why don't we still do that? <laughs> I, we need to look into that. Say, let me explain to you why. That I'm a moderate. I, I take it on an issue by issue basis. Okay, I'm not. People will say, oh, man, we're, we're talking past each other. You know, like us pussies. I don't think we're talking past each other. And that's why patriot. I stamp Just it like with I am a conservative, hardline conservative. And I will explain what that means. But hold on, are we talking past each other? Are you taking it on an individual issue by issue basis? When people say I take it on an individual issue by issue basis, I'm a moderate man, both sides. That's the intellectual equivalent to a beauty pageant contestant saying world peace. It means nothing. And it needs to stop. Are we talking past each other because we only base our opinions on individual issues? On a- I believe gay marriage should be legal, and I think that pedophiles should be, that abused children should be shot. No, you're either for, it's the stupid slippery, or the, the, it's not the slippery slope thing, it's the false, um, the false either or equivalent, equivalency fallacy where he says, Oh, okay. Well, Republicans are against gay marriage because gay marriage will eventually lead to trans and trans will eventually lead to pedophilia. No, guess what? I can be pro two things to be true at once. Shapiro always says it. Yeah. Guess what? I no. you can take each thing on an individual basis and you can believe what you want about it. You don't have to take, you know, hook, line and sinker, whatever one side of the issue is that either or he, he talks all the time about fallacies. And this is the biggest either or fallacy ever yeah if our side again decides to ban every gum but we get everything across and we have a unilateral we're just a complete win is it still a win it's like oh but our side won our our side won you would say yeah you'd say well we can it's like trump said we'll take the guns and then we'll figure it out in court yeah and a lot of people go, well that makes sense i trust him a case-by-case basis well okay let's go through that are we talking past each other when one side says you know what i don't believe in abortion in any cases but the law of the land, okay, we understand, as states have the right, so I think a heartbeat is appropriate. That's one side. The other side says, abortion all the way up until and including birth period. I don't think we're talking past each No, I know a lot of liberals who don't think that. I know a lot of Republicans who are not okay with the heartbeat bill. That's not true. That is a lie right yeah. there. Other, I think we understand each other crystal clearly, and common ground there is not a virtue. Hey, I believe that the Second Amendment is absolute, and if you're a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to protect yourself. We're going to be talking about that today at great length. (laughs) I don't. I think it was written by guys in wigs, and the Constitution was meant to be changed, and what part of your ass is in a well-regulated militia? You don't need an AR-10. Hold your comments. I know what I just said. There's no middle ground there. 
This is. I don't. I'm gonna need to keep going with that clip. There's no middle ground. That fundamentally, that view in combination with my team must win, in combination with blind support for the police, in combination with okay with religious authoritarianism because you can say that this country was Christian. I don't like having to call out the right, but this is a problem on the right. A growing culture and ideology of we'll bend the rules when it's it's good for us. We'll explain everything away as a joke. We'll give undue power to people as long as they're on our team this is not what the right stands for this is not individual liberty and it's little subtle things that no one's going to question you for supporting the police but this is no one's going to question you for saying okay i'm a hardline conservative this is not this is not what the right fundamentally from an ideological standpoint this is not what you know um, liberty-minded people should be standing for Mm -hmm. and the left is pulling their way. If the right isn't pulling towards individual liberty, the entire system is out of balance. And that is a problem. And that's why I brought all this up. And that's why I'm like, with the Kanye stuff, this this movement on, this is a lot of powerful people and the people with a lot of influence all involved here in separate, separate different huge. entities. But then you have at the very top of the pyramid, Trump, who we didn't get to the... Um, 538 exit polls, but DeSantis was polling ahead of Biden uh, mid-November. Now, as of December 5th, Trump is ahead of DeSantis and Biden. So you have Trump, who's talking about hinting at meeting with people like Nick Fuentes, like Kanye West, hinting at we should um, get, you know, we we can bend the rules, even those found in the Constitution, because the founders would want me as the rightful leader, with People saying my team at all cost. That it's, I you know I say, say what do we do we about it? People on the right, what we do about it is people on the right say, no, I do take each individual issue. Like use your brain, use your brain. Understand, this country is founded on individual liberty. We've talked about that. It was influenced by Judeo-Christian values. It was founded on individual liberty. It was Christians who fled a Christian country. Christians who fled a Christian country. Individual liberty is the North Star of this country. Yep. Then go from there. Yeah. Okay? If you do that, a lot of the shit will sort itself out. And you take each individual issue. You don't look at team loyalty, my team, their team. It is not either or. Take each individual issue. If you're going to care about it, if you're going to be politically active, do your duty as a democratic citizen in a democratic republic. And if you're going to talk about an issue, if you're going to vote on an issue... Look at it. Look at it objectively. Mm-hmm. That's how you fix it. But if you don't, then you'll just keep blindly doing what all these people say, giving up power, blind us or them, and eventually it'll be either a religious caliphate or it'll be um, an atheist authoritarian regime. But two wrongs don't make a right. And if the right's going to be authoritarian, just like the left, maybe slower, they're in the slow lane of authoritarianism, we're fucked because that's the people who are supposed to be fighting against this. And instead, they're part of the problem. <laughs> Keeping it going. Yep. And it's uh, not going to change. I don't see many people on our side calling out our own side. Yeah, me either. Um, well, I think that that um, about sums it up. A lot of Do you stuff have, that episode, uh, any, Yeah, that was a big, a big episode back. Um, <laughs> a lot to of anyone who's, rabbit trails you know, a little bit. You know, that's yeah. how we're always going to kind of be a little bit when we hit things that we want to mm-hmm. talk about. We're just going to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it was a little messy, but, you know, first time back, we had some, yeah. A, school, but then that was compounded by um, some medical issues. We got some stuff going on, which is still an ongoing thing. 
um, from the VA. It's very slow to work um, to help people work on stuff. But right now, you're you're still working with them, so they're the greatest that has ever existed. <laughs> you yeah. love everyone at the VA. Yeah. Well, we'll um, we're gonna keep we're gonna start trying to do these more consistently. It'll help bringing Ann on for, with research and with content and stuff. And um, I'm glad we're kind of back to it. Um, I know what to expect next semester. I want to, you know, everything willing, um, be able to continue on with school and uh, get my master's finished up and then move on to PhD. Um, so it's going to be hard to maintain the show, but yeah, uh, with, um, you know, the, also the medical stuff going on. But we, I want to, I think this is important and this kind of, We've been planning on doing, that's why I had these clips that were kind of older of the people on the right. I've been wanting to, I've been getting more and more upset with the right because I'm like, you guys are not doing your, your job. You're not promoting individual liberty. You're throwing this, this symbiotic system off balance. It leaves us an island too. I feel like I'm on an island. I feel like that for a yeah. while now. Mm -hmm. Everyone, so, people, yeah. I don't know, man. So, I mean, I don't know. We have a very small channel, but I feel like. I, I always talk about people doing their part. Okay, you want to change the education system, you're going to have to dedicate your life to being, you know, in Omaha or a town out, smaller town outside of Omaha, a third grade teacher. Like there's, you got to do Run your little part. Board. So if as little as this is, you know, if this you know helps change if, or you know influence a few people towards individual liberty, which is something that I thoroughly believe in, it's my north star then at least for running a country, I don't care what your personal religious beliefs are. When it comes to a country, individual liberty, best system, a system based around individual liberty is as good as it's going to get in my view. There's always going to be faults. But. Yeah. We can, uh, hopefully this can help do that. And we're going to keep trying to do our part. Um, as yeah. always, uh, do you have anything else? Um, that's it. All right. Well, make sure you leave a book on your toilet and read it when you wake up and take your morning shit so that you're smarter tomorrow than you were today. School, nigga, I'ma be a dope dealer. I'ma be a killer, yep, a urban gorilla. I'ma stack Skrilla, yeah, buy me a villa. Sell a 5 to my auntie Priscilla. I don't give a fuck that she look like Brilla. Hit that shit one more time and fuck around and kill.